dive into an ocean of possibilities with the DKM program of the American Council of the Blind. Get connected and build a strong leadership foundation. Apply to become a 2024 recipient of the Derwood K. McDaniel First Timers Award. Get curious, explore, become engaged, and focus on making impactful contributions. Apply to become a 2024 ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow. If selected, you'll be sponsored to attend the ACB Conference and Convention and learn how to navigate the waves of leadership from mentors and leaders of ACB. Don't delay. Apply today. For more information and to complete the application, visit www.acb.org slash dkm. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening and welcome to Tuesday Topics. I'm Paul Edwards and uh, we've once more this week, I'm very happy to say, got a crowded studio here a studio located throughout the United States of America. It's pretty exciting. We do have most of our usual folks here. Um, Miss Marianne is with us, and she'll be handling hands later on. Miss Marianne, how goes the week? The week goes well, Paul. How about your week? I hope you're well. I am. I am getting ready to... to, um, Head off to Washington D.C. Awesome. And lest I mm-hmm. lest I forget to say it, <clears throat> um, there will not be Tuesday topics next week because several of us will will probably still be lost on Capitol Hill by the time <laughs> Tuesday topic time comes next Tuesday. So um, two weeks from now we will we will get back and uh, and I will be sending out information about what we'll be doing then pretty soon. Mister Rick, have you been well? I've been very well, Paul. Is it just me, or did that spot about DKM sound like Star Wars to you? Oh, no, it did. I thought it did, too. It was great. I I thought it did, too. We're going to have to ask the DKM group, who who are our guests tonight, what they thought of that that thing. And we'll probably have to run it two or three times during the program. At least, just give me a heads up. To be sure people are awake. For anybody that didn't know, that was Rick Lewis, who did that voice, and that's Deb Lewis's husband. Yep, excellent. <clears throat> and um, Mr. Rick, our streamer, how are you, sir? Uh, well, I'm not Mr. Rick, but I am Larry Gassman, the streamer. <laughs> not. You, must, Larry, you must have hello. a microphone in front of your face, and you missed looking at me. I was thinking of Rick Lewis, and, I, and, I, and, I, and my eyes were closed. <laughs> I, I, I think, it wait a minute. I was swooning over Rick just Lewis. Just a second. I'm, I'm sorry, Deb. He didn't mean it. Deb, <laughs> Deb said continue. <clears throat> carry on so this evening um we hello. do have... i think brian's here too. oh my gosh hello. brian's here oh he is wow. mr brian hello. how are you sir he's never never, never the first one at the party mr charles uh, Always i, I try my best fashionably to be late to have a, never yeah, the first have one the at whole the crowd here as i saunter in it works well. the dc conference was great brian it really was <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're, we're, we are glad you're here. How goes the week, Brian? Are you, you're getting ready to go to D.C. as well, are you not? Uh, Friday in the air on my way down there. So, yep, Ooh. going to enjoy okay. it. Last year, I spent the whole thing in COVID quarantine 
at a friend's yeah. house in Virginia. So That's I'm looking right. forward to actually getting to uh, participate. I think that would be a good thing. So this evening, we, we, we have an opportunity to do something that we tend to do uh, every year. But every year it's a little bit different, and, and every year it's different because the group of folks who we have on this evening are uh, all, always innovating and doing some different things. Um, and that group is really, I, I suppose I would describe them as kind of the leadership uh, and mentoring group within ACB. Uh, because I don't want to just call them the DKM group, and I don't want to just call them the Burrell Collie group, and I don't want to uh, to to just call them the the mentoring group. They're, they are they they are doing so many cool things, and the Chase Fellows as well. So we'll be talking some about all of those things and other stuff as well. And we hope that some of the folks, because I certainly invited them. Who have been a part of um, who have been a part of either mentoring or uh, other stuff uh, will will turn up later and can and can tell us what impact that's had on them. Actually, on on this call, two of the people who are doing Tuesday topics now were mentors last year, Marianne and myself. Mm -hmm. um, so and 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 I think and I think both of us thought it was a a really cool experience. So. Absolutely. We'll probably talk a little bit about that later too. So, the uh, I I sort of acknowledge uh, as as the leader of this group, uh, board member from ACB, Mr. Kenneth Simeon Senior. How are you, sir? Hello, Paul. I'm doing well. Glad to be here. Excellent. <clears throat> and also, uh, we have uh, another board member in in Miss Donna Brown, who's been active in in this area. Hello, Miss Donna. Good evening, everyone. And Paul, thank you for having me. Excellent. And we have another Donna. We've got to string this together. Miss Donna Browning. Hey, Miss Donna. Hello. And we have the, the mom of the week, Miss Amanda Selm. Hey, Miss Amanda. Hi, Paul. Good to be here. Excellent. So it's uh and we have a, a repeat visitor from arizona um how are you my dear she was here last week i'm well paul i put on a different hat this week <laughs> it's it, it's very becoming i like this hat a lot yes excellent so and paul you have zelda with us too <laughs> oh sorry with we have i i missed that zelda Oh, oh, Miss Gephardt, how are you? Hello, Paul. Um, greetings from from the frigid north. Um, yesterday it was in the sixties, and today we have snow and blowing snow, and and it, yeah, it's it's like fifty degrees or more different. <laughs> yep, and Zelda represents, uh, among other things, the Board of Publications. So, but we are so glad to have you. So we we have we have this huge studio. Um, Mr. Kenneth, um, we, we've got an outline from Amanda, but but uh, where would you like to start? Wow, 
Well, one thing I want to make sure that we everybody knows that Amanda Selm uh, reached out to Paula planned this session because Amanda is a, a chair of one of our subcommittees, Education and Awareness. So mm -hmm. I want to uh, give Amanda a chance to uh, lead in any way uh, necessary. I, I, I don't want to take the lead tonight, but I will do whatever I can and participate in any way <laughs> necessary. Got you. So, Miss Amanda, where do you want to start? Uh, well, uh, we can start wherever you want, Paul. Maybe, um, <laughs> maybe uh, just get like a little bit of an overview of what the committees are doing, and uh, you know, maybe do some talk, real talk on here. And this is your show, so you tell us where you you want Very us good. to go, and if you so, need input from so, me, let me know. Yep. So I didn't even know that <laughs> that you guys had subcommittees, so. Um, maybe maybe you can tell us, Ms. Amanda, I know you're part of the the publicity and outreach or something like that committee. <laughs> education and awareness. Um, right. And it was strictly called education last year, the education committee. And then I added the awareness in there. I don't know how the awareness came in there. I said, oh, I want people to be aware of the, uh, the two awards that um, our committee um, not handles. But we actually select the DKM first-timers recipients, and then we recommend um, the whole committee as a whole, not the education committee. And mm -hmm. um, we we also make um, our recommendations for the J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows. But we have three subcommittees, and the committee that I uh, and the, the chair of is the Education Awareness Committee, and what we are responsible for doing is well, Paul, I, I reach out to folks like you and uh, Terry Pacheco and, um, you know, yep. you, you all have longstanding shows in ACB. And then we also do community events. We educate the, uh, the presidents on the hump day happy hour, which is so much fun. If you're an affiliate president or you aspire to be one, hey, we have a lot of fun. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I've been blessed with two committee members this past year. Um, one of them is no longer on the, the committee with us, but she, I want to acknowledge her because she did an awesome job working with us. Um, but Miss Donna Browning is still with us. Uh, so her and I are working together. And then uh, Betsy Grinovich also served on the committee with us. And she served last year when I was chairing the committee as well. Um, but I told Kenneth, I love the, I love being in charge of this committee because I just love the awards. I love what they stand mm -hmm. for. I have a passion for leadership development in ACB, and that's that's why I love it. And then we have two other committees. Um, one, uh, one that is um, our convention uh, committee, and they plan the events around the the convention and kind of the coordinating for our recipients and, around the convention. Yeah, and and who is chair of that one? Anthony Akamini from Hawaii. Nice. And then we have another committee, and they uh, are also equally as important. They are, are they are the interview and guidelines committee, um, and they work on our interview processes and processes. Um, and that is chaired by uh, Zelda Gebhardt, and they have really worked extremely hard on our guidelines and our interview questions and just making sure that our interview process runs smoothly for mm -hmm. when we interview applicants for Excellent. both awards. So Ms. Zelda, why don't you tell us a little bit about that committee? 
Well, um, like like Amanda said, what we do is is we're the enhancement committee for um, the interview process, and and so that starts out with. Um, you may remember in years gone by where applicants would write a letter and, you know, they never knew if they should write a, a six page letter or a, a page letter. Um, we've, we've taken the question mark out of that and we've developed a Google form so that, um, everyone is asked the same questions and can respond in, in their own way. But, um, you know, so that's one thing that we've done, and um, so that, um, and then we also, um, like Amanda said, we we um, we develop the the guidelines and um, the the scorecard. We're we're making more of an emphasis on um, trying to to make it more equal between those who can express themselves well verbally in an interview and those who are better at presenting themselves um you know in writing um via their their application and so we've adjusted that scoring process also so we're always tweaking things to to try mm -hmm. and make it more fair for all individuals Excellent. By the way, Paul, uh, Zelda is our vice chair of the DCAM committee. I think I knew that. Congratulations, Madam Vice Chair. I, I've, I've never thought of Zelda as the sort of person who would be chair of vice, but nevertheless. <laughs> <laughs> well, we work together, all of us, on, on, the, on the committee. And these some committees have been um, really an opportunity for everyone to step up and contribute and um, it's it's been a uh, an excellent move for our committee. You know, I think there are two kind of model committees in ACB. Um, one of them is the, is the uh, audio description project, and I think the other one the other one is yours, Mr. Kenneth. There are loads of people who truly admire the way that uh, the way that your various committees run, um, and and and. You know, I think it's important for people to say that to you um, pretty clearly and unequivocally because you have you you have certainly impressed loads of people over the past couple of years with with how much you've developed uh, all of the elements that you operate with. Well, so it's a it's been fun, and uh, uh, like Zelda said. Uh, coming up with these subcommittees that we never had before just started last year yep. and our online application we are doing some new things i heard you speak last week yep. and uh, there's some things that have been working so well since mainly we're focusing on uh uh, succession planning. So everybody's playing a part on what goes on with the committee. So the chair isn't always the one doing yep. it. And uh, I love the way everybody's stepping up to join in. Okay, so there, there are, there are, probably five or six things that your group is doing and and let's kind of take them one at a time um and and the, probably the oldest thing and the thing that your committee started out doing was dkm so who wants to talk a little bit about what dkm is and who should apply and how that application process works okay. <laughs> i'll turn it uh, over to amanda Okay. <laughs> so, so let me make sure I got all your questions right. So, you want me to talk about what DKM is, like what the what the awards are 
Paul? Uh-huh. Is that what I'm understanding? And then who should apply? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. And, and how okay. do they do it? Okay. All right. So if I leave anything out, y'all let me know. We will. Okay. Deep breath. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we have two different awards. And the first one I'll talk about is the Derwood K. McDaniel, which is DKM First Timers Award. Now, I, I say first timers with an emphasis there because there is a DKM Ambassador Award and people get those confused. The uh, ACB Awards Committee handles the Derwood K. McDaniel or DKM Ambassador Award. That's a completely different award. We handle the DKM First Timers Award. There are two of these awards that are given out every year. Um, a recipient, one is given to a recipient from east of the Mississippi. One is given from to a recipient west of the Mississippi. Um, and so uh, the name says it all. It is first timers, which means you must have never attended an in-person ACB conference and convention. So that's that's the the the, the basic criteria. Uh, what we're looking for are uh, people that are active in their affiliate, um, you know, that, you know, are ready to, you know, go the to the next level. And um, one of the requirements of the GKM First Timers Award when you're applying is that your affiliate, and I stress your, not a, your affiliate president writes a letter of recommendation on or letter of support i say recommendation but it is actually a letter of support on your behalf um and that and shows you know just kind of what your accomplishments are or you know your service to the organization that you're in this is for both state and special interest affiliates um and we're looking for people that you know want to you know, maybe take their activity um, in their affiliate right now and take it to the, the next level um, of involvement, maybe looking at leadership um, abilities and so on and so forth. So that's that's the DKM First Timers Award. So who should apply? Well, um, if you are an, a person, if you're sitting there and you're listening right now, uh, if you've never been to an ACB conference and convention and you are active in your affiliate, you serve your affiliate well, you should apply. Um, now, Paul, did you want me to talk about the J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow as well? They, well, they, they sort of go together. Go, go for it, Ms. Amanda. Okay. So, so there's, there's, there, there's a couple of things that separate it. The, the re- uh, requirements for the application are the same. I should mention there's a Google form that applicants fill out that is brand that's not brand new but i still think it's brand new because we just launched it last year the team that put that together did an excellent job with that um and it it works so well and um we used to have the applicants submit a letter uh when i when i was chosen as a jp morgan chase leadership fellow i wrote a letter and so the form is really nice because it really kind of guides you as to your responses and so on and so forth. So th- whether you're applying for the DKM or the first timers or the JP Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow, you'll fill out the same form. There's actually a question on there that indicates if you are applying for just one of the awards or both. And yes, you can apply for both. 
So um, the other piece to the J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow application is, um, again, a letter of support from your affiliate president, not a, an affiliate president. I am so sorry, grammar people. An affiliate president. Um, so meaning they can support you. They can, um, they can, my husband's laughing at me. Uh, they can, um, you know, support you and write about all of the service that you're giving to your organization. So here's what the, I think the main difference is and what I look for. So we're looking for the people that are, again, wanting to take it to the next level, but maybe they're already showing, um, they're already showing and demonstrating leadership. Like they're um, on a chapter board or they're a committee chair or, and, and or, or they're just, they're, they're attending, you know, just stepping up and taking on tasks that the affiliate president is asking them to, to take on. We're looking for those people that have the big, big, um, not the big goals in leadership, but we're looking for people that have, you know, aspirations of leadership. In fact, um, one of the things I always look for when we interview people are, what, what are your plans for the future? Of, of ACB, like where, where do you want to go? And so those are the types of people we're looking for and the leadership fellows that you're very serious about, you know, making a commitment to stepping up into leadership. And I have to say that a lot of the leadership fellows that I have not only interviewed um, personally and DK and first timers, but I have interviewed personally I have enjoyed watching them go from that interview process to where they are now. And it's also a pleasure, Paul, to know that a lot of my friends were JP Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows and DK and first timers and just watching where they are now. It's amazing. This this experience can really elevate you and it can really change your life. Um, so how many how many Morgan Chase fellow positions are there? Oh, I left that out. There are five and nice. um, there's yeah, there are five. Um, we, we, we make a recommendation to the president and the um, executive director. They actually are the, we submit our, the top 10 in scoring. Uh, we score them. We submit the top 10 list and then they choose their five. They're um, five. We make, Very yeah, good. That we, we send them now, our recommendation. Yes. Oh. It, am I correct in saying that um, the the J.P. Morgan Chase folks can have been to an ACB convention? Yes, 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 they can. Yeah, so <clears throat> so it's not like the first timers where where they have never gone before. Right, but if you, I'll, I will say this, Paul, we have had. Um, People apply for the J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow that have never been to a convention because they end up applying for both. And we feel sure. that, you know, we feel that they are strong yeah. in all areas or both areas, actually, both of the awards criteria. Um, so you then, guys, you guys are looking for um, looking for folks who've been active in their affiliates are are there other qualities that you guys are looking for and i don't know if that's a zelda question since you're putting together guidelines is that a zelda question 
Well, I just want to mention, um, you know, Paul, that that there are a, a few criteria, and they're not hard to meet um, for both awards. Um, you have to be 18 or older, which most of us, I think everybody on this call probably is that. Um, and, and you have to be blind or visually impaired, you know, check on that too. And you also have to be a member in good standing, um, which means you've, you've paid your dues for 2024. So those, those are the first things you have to have to do. And, and then, you know, as Amanda said, really for the first timers award, we're looking at at leadership potential. They have mm -hmm. to demonstrate some interest in leadership and some, you know, experience in, in, you know, exercising their leadership muscles, so to speak. But they don't have to have a long list of achievements for that. We're looking for um, people who are just hungry for more. And, and then for the leadership fellows, um, we're looking that they've already had a fair amount under their belt. They're just wanting to take it up a notch or two. And, and that's, that's kind of um, the way I look at, at the two. Um, and the only criteria that is different, and you pointed that out, is that um, the first timers, they can't have been to a, uh, an in-person um ACB conference and convention before and and the leadership fellows they may have been there you know five times but they've been a participant and now they want to move into that leadership role I uh, want to more know more about how ACB functions um, and they want to be a part of that whole process Brian so, I'd like to insert a question and that is Brian so when you get the award what is the award Amanda, do you want to take that or should I? I'll I'll take it, Zelda, and then okay. if I leave anything out, you you jump in and help me, please. Um, okay. So, so both awards. So, what you receive when you are selected. All right. So, the first thing you receive is a, a, a lovely phone call <laughs> from from uh, you know for, uh, announcing that you have received and it's very cheerful and upbeat i remember mine like the other the other day um the other thing you received is you receive uh your convention registration um your transportation to the acb conference and convention your acb conference and convention Ding. registration Ding. Uh, huh yes no you're go ahead go ahead oh okay uh, your AC conference and convention registration, uh, your hotel, um, and I'll I'll get into the logistics of some of this in just a minute. Your hotel um, is is paid for um, just for your portion. So if you are traveling alone, you know we do say that the um, applicant is responsible um, for making sure the other portion of the hotel room is covered. Um, whether that is finding a roommate or, you know, which we can, we'll get into the logistics of that later. Um, and then, uh, let's see, transportation, hotel, <laughs> convention, registration, your banquet, your banquet registration. Um, and then there are sessions that you are required to attend that begin as early as that Friday 
we do ask that you attend the a portion of the um, ACB Board of Directors meeting on Friday. Um, we suggest in the morning because they, they take the role in the morning and, you know, they go around and everybody gets to introduce themselves and it, it's just a really cool process. Um, we also require other sessions um, that are basically leadership um, focused, such as, you know, things that the Burl Collie, um, the Burl Collie puts together, ACB's membership committee sometimes put together. Um, last year, they were in ne two of next gen's sessions, which is really cool. So sometimes we pick out things that um, um, the other affiliates are doing. Disclaimer, I did not pitch that, but they were really good leadership sessions, I thought, regardless if we had our name on them or not. Um, and then if you are a JP Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow recipient, there is a reception that you attend with the representatives from JP Morgan Chase, the executive director, and a few other folks. Um, typically, that's on Monday evening. That is covered. And then if you are a DKM first timers um, recipient, um, you are, um, you, I can't talk. Um, you um, are expected to attend the um, DKM first timers reception, and that is also covered. Um, following the convention, you are inducted into our brand new select leadership. Kenneth, make sure I got the name right of this leadership select honor society, um, which is real. Thank you. <laughs> which is really, really cool because, you know, it's just a group of people we get to connect and we get to, to share. And, you know, you're just, you're in, I feel like you're in a room with people of all different walks of life, walks of experience. And yeah. So uh, did I leave anything out? I feel like I'm always leaving something out. How about food costs? We do offer a per diem that is based on the federal rate. Um, it's a daily per diem that averages, like I said, based on the federal rate to help offset the cost of your meals while you're at the convention. Now, do the fellows have to attend the DKM as well? That, um, Y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Do they're 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 not required to attend that, but they can. Well, encourage not so, required. And so if if um, so at the end of at the end of the convention it's all over and, and that's it, right? So Well, not necessarily. <laughs> um not necessarily. So so I after the convention Oh yeah. no. No. Um, so there's a couple of things that happen after the convention. So they're inducted into the new honor society I mentioned. Um, usually they are asked uh, by some of our ACB committees. Last year they were asked by Burl Colley to come at, uh, and present at one of their workshops. They were on Sunday edition last year. Um, so usually people are wanting to know and learn more about their experiences. Something that Ms. Gebhardt does over there very well is... Um, she takes the narrative portions of the narratives that our applicants turn in following the convention where they talk about their experiences. 
she takes those narratives and she makes a, um, I'm sorry, composes and creates this really nice Braille forum article um, with uh, the recipient's responses kind of highlighting, you know, some of the things they, <clears throat> they enjoyed um, or found, you know, valuable to their leadership journey. Um, so, and yeah. Yep. So, so, so the convention is, some... is not 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 graduation, so to speak, but it's just the beginning. It's the beginning yes. of the next chapter. Right. So um, they they write their their summary of their experiences, and then we provide them uh, with an opportunity to be a part of of that honor society email list so that they can converse with one another. They've just met it at convention. They've, you know, sat at a table, um, you know, gone to a reception and they've met some of these people and they want to, you know, further that connection. Um, they get to do so through through that email list also. Um, and, um, you know, that 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 is a really good way to uh, um keep things moving, keep things going. And um, then we also provide them with a connection to um, the, the committee list for ACB so that um, if they're interested in one area or another, they can um, let the president know, you know, the president makes all appointments and um, so they can express an interest that way. Um, that's kind of the next step, so to speak. Just for Kenneth, I want to add one thing in uh, something that happens before the the recipients even get to go to convention. Uh, right after they're selected, we have a planning for success informational meeting with Janet Dickerman. Uh, the committee is there, and Janet Dickerman joins in to share some ideas about some things that they may want to know about uh, that maybe they didn't know, especially if they're a first timer attending our convention. So those calls are very uh, uh, informal. Uh, but informative in order for them to ask questions uh, and we share information with them. But from the time that they submit their application, uh, I begin communicating with them. And first thing that uh, I do as chair is schedule interviews. So those will be coming up uh, in mid-April. And uh, so far, everybody who has applied, I've gotten to communicate with them and schedule their interviews so they know well in advance about uh, what's going to take place then. And I remind them by sending them the guidelines and expectations and an attachment and uh, other information that they need to know to begin. Uh, so it, we let them know that it's a process from day one. It's a process that, con that continues on. Uh, throughout uh, the application process and even after convention. We want to, we always try to encourage them to attend those, the Borough Collie uh, leadership training sessions that take place on the second Thursday uh, of each month. And anything that we find out about that's leadership related, we want to remind them about it. And that's why how our email lists come in into play where we're sharing back and forth uh, events, articles, books, different things that they can benefit from to move forward in their leadership journey. And may I add something? Um, yes. Sure. Uh, I would like to add when um, they're working on their application, we encourage them to, when they are answering their questions, this is their time to shine. This is your time not to be shy. It's the time for them to let us know what they've done in their community, uh, in their affiliate, accomplishments they've had. You know, let us know what you've done. Uh, it it it's it's really fun to read to see what 
they talk about. And, and that's your time. We want you to tell it like, you know, tell us about yourself. The more you tell, the better. It lets us know what you're like. Um, the other thing, when people are um, applying, the one thing that we ask also is that they um, be a um, self-traveler, that they're good at traveling. Uh, they are um, able to bring family, but family has to pay for themselves. The recipient um, gets paid for, but family members do not. And we ask that you know people um, be able to travel, um, you know, to um, try to be as independent with that as possible. Um, that's really important because uh, you're going to be going a lot of, you know, do, do a lot of things during convention. It's usually really big places that you're going to be going to. Um, those are the two things I, I wanted to point very, out. Very good. So, so Miss Amanda, people can yes. uh, people can apply up through June or July. Is that right? No. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> We're having so much fun. I'm forgetting a couple of basic details I have on my my checklist over here. No, the deadline is April the 3rd, uh, Wednesday, April the 3rd, which is the first week of April. This gives us plenty of time to review the applications and prepare for interviews. So that's the deadline. And Paul, nice. if they they would like more information, they can mission, excuse me, they can visit www.acb.org slash DKM. That is so easy to remember. ACB.org slash DKM. Yeah, there's all kinds of information on that page. It's amazing. They can also refer to um, they can also refer to the Braille Forum article that was uh, that was in the Jan January January Braille Forum January and February. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And all of the affiliate presidents um, have been. Uh, sent, um, you know, a, a guide to, you know, things they can include in their uh, letter of support for the applicants. Uh, Kenneth has done an excellent job of putting the, those documents together, and the affiliate presidents have received that. It was posted to their um, president's list, and they, uh, the committee was also on hump day happy hour, which is the president's um, happy hour on Wednesdays. And so that information is there. If you're affiliate president, if you are an affiliate president listening to this, um, you can reach out if you have any questions or if you need that again, you can reach out to, you can reach out to um, us and Kenneth, would, are we, um, for if people have questions, we're giving your email, correct? Yes, and there is also contact information for Zelda and I on our webpage okay. at uh, acb.org forward slash DKM. Okay. So where are they supposed to send their applications? You're going to send you your... Go oh, ahead, go ahead, Kenneth. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. So so in the past, it's they've been going to Kelly Gask, and we are very sad she is no longer with us. Um. So this year, you will send your letters to Kenneth Simeon Sr., the chair of the DKM Fund Committee, and his email is simeon.k at outlook.com. Oh, gosh. Yeah. We're not supposed to give email so, addresses on community. I'm so sorry. So, Kenneth, what did, go through your email address for us once more, Mr. Kenneth, if you would. It's simeon.k 
that's the letter K at Outlook.com. And Simeon is spelled S as in Sam, E as in Edward, M as in Mary, I as in Indian, E as in Edward, N as in Nancy. Some people transpose those letters, but it's S-E-M-I-E-N dot K at Outlook.com. Uh, and I know you were saying Edwards. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> he is an Edward. Mary. Yeah. I, I know that. Paul, <laughs> um, um, the yes. other thing I wanted to add real quick is that I, for, I left out something important that our recipients receive as well as soon as they're selected. Um, well, not as soon as, but prior to the convention, um, they receive from our committee, they also receive um they are paired up with a mentor from our committee. Uh, they that mentor is um, there to check, you know, just kind of say hi. I'm here if you have any questions, you know, and to check in on them during the convention and make sure you know they're they're able, not able, but just to make sure that you know they're they're being successful with getting to from place to place and. You know, if they have questions and they get a little overwhelmed and, you know, things like that. Excellent. So we have talked a lot about this thing called the Burl Collie Leadership Group. And um, uh, I think folks would like to know more about what it is and what it does. So who is going to tell us about that? I am Donna Brown. Miss Brown. Yes, I am the co-chair of the Burl Collie Leadership Training Committee. And just kind of a brief, I guess, history <laughs> of My, that committee. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. So um, for many years, a wonderful gentleman uh, who unfortunately is no longer with us, uh, but a wonderful gentleman, gentleman, Burl Colley from Washington. He served on the ACB board. He was uh, tours coordinator for convention. I don't even know what all he did. He was involved in a lot in ACB history things, but his one of his real passions was developing leaders. Uh, he, he really felt, you know, leadership in an organization is is very important and the process of developing leaders and opportunities to, to develop leaders was very important so um eventually uh the leadership training committee then was named the burl collie leadership training committee uh and so i now, have collie's a funny name there's a there's a denise collie well, around there is. Anything and, and that's, to do that, with him well yes 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 they were a wonderful couple and denise is is a wonderful <laughs> person and anyway yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh it, i'm i'm really glad i had the opportunity to to, to know burl um and and of course i'm still glad i have the opportunity to know denise <laughs> so um <clears throat> So anyway, um, as I said, Burl really had a, a passion for developing leaders. So our committee, um, we meet once a month. Um, there's a few people from our committee that are out in the audience because I did some snooping around and I saw some names out there of people on the committee. Um, but also, um, we... <clears throat> organize and sometimes facilitate sometimes we bring in guest facilitators um 
a leadership training opportunity the second Thursday of every month at nine o'clock PM. It's on the ACB community schedule and um, ACB uh, hosts it, it using webinar um, a different topic every month. Uh, so like in January, we did a, a thing on um, getting your your affiliate we're talking about like your your membership and 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 the reasons for filling out the the fields on the acb's member management system and and um and then we we uh introduced uh the option for affiliates to use other make create their own fields uh february unfortunately haven't had the opportunity to listen to it yet and i was not able to be there um, but it, that was a, a thing it was talking about. It was kind of a continuation of our convention uh, presentation, and it was talking about how to run effective meetings. Um, March, I'm really looking forward to it. Two of our committee members uh, will be facilitating kind of like a sort of a follow-up follow from the leadership conference this weekend. It's kind of like, okay, what, what are next steps as, you know, you as leaders, what, what are your next steps? April and probably May, we're going to kind of focus on uh, basically what, what you need to, what skills you need, um, what's needed if you want to maybe seek a, a position on the ACB board of directors or on an ACB committee. Uh, so that's kind of April and probably that's going to probably carry over to May. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, one thing that we, we've done the last two years, and, and I, I believe it's going to be an annual thing now, uh, Ray Campbell and I in September at our community event um, bring on the J.P. Morgan Chase uh, Leadership Fellows and talk with them and and talk about their experience and uh, at the convention so in whoever the 2024 you know uh winners of, of those awards are we will ask them to come to the september um meeting or our, our training opportunity leadership training opportunity um so i have a committee that is just amazing um Tell we, us who's on it. Yeah. Or, or at least well, I'm, I'm hoping I don't leave anybody out. So please, my word, forgive me if I do. Um, we have uh, uh, Julie. Oh, dear. Julie Brandon from Washington is the co-chair. Uh -huh. On the committee is uh, Ray Campbell, Jeff Tom, Doug Powell, uh, Belinda. Um, uh, yeah, Belinda Collins, Pam Shaw, Matt Selm. Uh, we've had some people kind of come and go, so kind of like it's, it is a little hard sometimes to know who's still really on it. So, so forgive me if I've left people off. Um, so does your committee meet once a month? As we well? meet one. And, we meet yeah. once a month, and you know, ironically, they they have elected to meet. Now, get ready for this at six o'clock p.m eastern time on a friday evening um, wow and and we we have a good attendance artist basin is on on there i knew i was forgetting somebody mm -hmm. um who uh who's real active um and we we have pretty good attendance uh just about everybody's there 
just about every month. Um, and so what this committee, we, we talk about what, what topics we're going to do. I, I, I never have to beg for somebody to step up and facilitate, a, you know, a, a topic. Like somebody's always ready to volunteer to, you know, take on on that particular topic. Um, we're working on something for the convention, and I just had no idea where to go with that suggestion that was given to us. And we do have a committee member. I'm not going to really say a lot about it because it's not really quite formed. Um, just, you know, keep watching the email list uh, for information and, and the convention registration, actually. <laughs> um, but I, I wasn't sure where that was going to go. And one of our committee members stepped up and said, I, I, I think I can take this on and, and, you know, anyway, they are, they're, they're working hard with it. So I'm just happy to have, to have this committee that um, there's always somebody ready to step up and say, you know, I, I, I will work on that. So um, I don't know what else you want me to say, Paul, but. Oh, you've, you've, you've done a good job, but, but I'm going to ask all of you DKM folks a question. And, and well, that, that then I don't have is, to answer it, right? Because I'm not uh, you, a DKM. Well, you only folk. have to be one of the people who has to answer it. I'm not a DKM <laughs> folk, though. <laughs> but the question for all of the folks <laughs> who are guests on the call um, is: um, Does does ACB have leadership problems? And 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 if so, <laughs> what are they? Well, you know. Uh, this is Donna. Uh, so yep. I, I'm a member of of a Lions Club, and and there's a gentleman. No, he's not a member of my club. I, I and you'll see why I'm going this route. Um, he's an older gentleman, and he, whenever at the beginning of a new Lions year, and uh, you know he's talking about his position and uh, whatever it might be, and he says. My first job is to try to find my replacement. Right. So yep. every organization, um, th that, that should be an ongoing goal process is to, to find new leaders. I don't know yep. if that answered so, your question, but there you it, go. It's getting there. Amanda, does ACB have leadership problems? Ah. Oh. This was not in the outline. Uh, uh, I'm not sure how to answer that yet, Paul. Um, you know, I, I would say that the one thing that ACB is struggling with um, is, is getting our, our younger members involved. And I think... If I look back on it since uh, 2018, when we, when we uh, you know, Next Gen first came into the picture, I think that's improved slightly. We have people that are in Next Gen that are on ACB committees that are affiliate presidents that are, um, you know, just jumping up into action. I, I, I think the one thing that I am concerned about at this point is seeing who we can pass it on to um, mm -hmm. and making sure that we have people to pass it on and making sure that the, the generations that are coming after those that are 
in leadership understand the the passion, the fire, and um, all of the above that we're we're seeing right now. Um, that we want to keep it going, and we need your help. So that that that's how I'll answer that. Yeah. So Kenneth, does FCB does ACB have leadership problems? I don't know about FCB, but ACB really <laughs> does. Okay, and mm -hmm. that is because our organization is. Uh, you know, consists of the majority of older adults. And we have some younger people in, but we really have to get them connected in order for ACB to be sustained. And that's, that's, that was my platform for running for a director's seat on the board. Uh, and, and all that I do, whether it be through email, sending out insight for the journey, or being with the mentoring program, DCAM or whatever, all of the things that I'm doing is focusing. That's just where I feel like I can fit is trying to, uh, reach out and, uh, connect with those people that really that we can work with to be developed uh, now for the future. Because uh, as I say, personally, we look like we're in trouble because when our, the majority of our officers are in their mid seventies, you know, uh, we have may have one that's uh, younger than that. So, yeah, we, we have to begin really seriously looking at, and all of us need to play a part in this. This Our committees, these three committees that are here tonight, can't do it all, but we are doing our part. Uh, but everybody should uh, observe and recognize that we are in need of future leaders. Ms. Browning, does ACB have leadership problems? Yes, we do. Um, we, um, we seem to have trouble uh, getting people you know the the bad thing is you know a lot of a a lot of organizations like ours are losing people people are not wanting to volunteer but i also think some of it is if if if, if something's stagnant i think we've been stagnant um it's the same old same old uh we need things shaken up a little bit um and um you know, we need some people think who can think out of the box and make it happen. Um, and to and and people who do that who can get everybody excited about what they're trying to do and wanting to be, participate. I mean, there are people who just want to be a part of the organization and, and just want to socialize. That's fine, but we have. You know, we're supposed to be an organization that, you know, <laughs> we have things that we need changed in our world. Um, and we need to fight for those changes. And I, I, we need to work harder at that. Uh, we also need to be transparent. We need to be, make sure that people are aware of what's happening. We need to make sure that, um, you know, everybody's a fair chance. There are some people, you know, you know, if there's, I've, I don't know if it's really happening, but I've heard people say, I want to do this, but other people are saying, well, you're too young or you're too, you're, you're, you're not, you're not ready. You're, you don't have enough experience. Well, how are you going to get that experience? The experience is doing. We got to get these younger people, especially coming in and doing we got to keep people we're not necessarily keeping people so you know, we, we got some things to work out yep miss melody does uh acb have leadership problems yes um you know it's 
it's funny. I've heard it for 30 years since I was a preteen. It's the next generation and we got to get them and we got to keep them and we we're going to lose them. And the message hasn't changed, but we're still here. And I think what is, um, I won't say lacking because I really don't want to put down the work that's being done because we're working on it, but we have to teach, right? I don't, I don't know what age someone is interested. I don't, I don't care what age they are. I don't, I don't care about any of that, you know, generational piece, right? If somebody wants to work, we've got work, but we've got to teach them and we have to give them a safe place to practice it. And that's, that's the soapbox I will always get on is, ACB is an opportunity to give us transferable skills to take outside of this organization and to put to work in this organization. And luckily, we have Burl Collie. We have affiliates that are doing work to teach. But I think we need to teach more. We need to teach those hard topics about how to lead. I'm really excited about the conflict um, conversations that are going to occur next week because we shy away from scary things. We need to talk about it. Um, and we need to teach it and we have to above all give a place to practice it and you know what mess up a little and it's okay it's not the end of the world but if we don't give that place nobody's going to try it nobody's going to put themselves out there so we're going to open it up for questions in a little while if there are some hands and i suspect there are Yes. This is Zelda, and I, I just want to add to, I, I agree with what all's been said, um, but I just want to say, I feel like um, we're not unique. Um, we think we are. ACB is not unique in the fact that that um, I think most organizations are struggling for volunteers, and be that of whatever age they are. Um, but I think the angle we need to look at is is from the empowerment angle. Um, you know, like Melanie was just saying, we need to equip people with opportunities and we need to give them the tools so that they can be successful at that. And there's a little leader waiting to grow in everyone in in some form or another we don't all aspire to be the same thing thank heavens but um i i really think that everybody's got got a little bit of something that they can share and we need to um have a have a safe environment and 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 give them an opportunity to have that personal growth so you know it truly is what you put into something is what you get out and um the time and the effort that we put in to volunteering for an organization um just makes us a stronger person and i think that's the angle we should go at and and yes i fully endorse um you know involving um you know, the younger people, but involving people of all ages. I see a lot of people who suddenly when they get to retirement age, they've got a little extra time and they can uh, share some of their professional experience. Um, and that's a good thing too. So I, I'm, I'm all for intergenerational um, collaboration. Very good. So uh, in in a moment, we're going to we're we're going to open it up for questions. But I thought that I would ask our in-house producers, um, Larry and um, and Rick and Brian and Marianne. Do you guys have questions for this group before we open it up? 
I, I do, but I'm not going to ask the question here because that's more something I need for me offline. So Kenneth probably <laughs> will be getting a call at 3 a. Oh, no, never mind. Uh, a little later than that. <laughs> Because I do have a question that I need an answer to. So I don't think I really have anything because what I think you've plotted out is marvelous. And as someone who is a leader, uh, I can only tell you that the, the, the ability to continue to actually lead and learn from others as well as, as things that I do in my own life in terms of my own personal experience never stops. And, yep. and I love the fact that there are programs like Burl Kali because I record, I collect them and keep them and write them down. They're in files. So I've got all kinds of leader things that I can do that I may be able to pass on to other people. And I thank you guys for giving us all that opportunity to learn. Marianne, Brian, question. Rick? I do. Yep, I, Marianne. Yep. Um, I, I would be interested to know, um, after the awards are given out, how how much retention is there? And um, do they stay? Do they um, stay on to participate in ACB? Um, and I ask because I've seen um, get I've seen our uh, affiliate give out leadership awards, and then um, retention is sometimes difficult. So how is your retention? Um, how does that go? I will tell you that uh, we do have some issues in that area. Uh, and that's when we've one thought comes to mind. And when we find out people applied for the award, a president wrote a beautiful letter of recommendation. And even at convention, I've had to pretty much uh, keep in touch with the person to be for them to actually participate. And that's uh, when we found out that some people only wanted to get to convention and they, they participated in everything that was necessary to do that. But so that those times, and there's some that will do certain things until after, uh, it, you know, gets a little more is expected. Uh, and some people do kind of back off some uh, otherwise we have to think about the fact whether they're leading an acb or not they may be doing something on the chapter level that we may not know of you know mm -hmm. uh, but i did uh, attend a state conference this last year and i was surprised that i, I greeted a person that had received uh, one of our awards and they didn't remember receiving it Ooh. but they didn't Ouch. remember because they didn't participate at convention. So, uh, they, and I won't go any further, but it was an interesting uh, situation that ar arose about that, you know, while I was there. But I had a thought yeah, then. Yeah, sometimes um, it happens. Uh, yeah. So I had a thought with when um, Donna was talking about um, in September, you have the um, award winners, maybe um, ask them if they maybe one of the questions to ask them during that um, session would be, what are your plans for um, ACB? What are your plans for participating? Have you thought about signing up for any committees now that you're back from convention, maybe kind of putting them on the spot just a little bit. So that's, those are my thoughts. Yeah. I mean, that that's, we, we do kind of ask a little bit like that, but not, not, not a, a real concrete, you know, <laughs> question. Um, but we can, I think, we can add that to our. I mean, I I think one of the things that we ought to do is is to put every first timer and every fellow on a committee. 
Yeah, it might not be. Well, we encourage them to do that, and and that's one thing I do is no, I send that link out uh, to all the yeah, committees, I, I, and we talk about it. I want to it. encourage them, Kenneth. I want to put them on there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh. Paul. Yeah. Yes, Brian. A couple of things. One is, uh, I think maybe the next step for the committee is not so much um, encouraging those individuals to go and uh, ask the president to appoint them to a committee, but rather recommend to the president the individuals passing through the program. You know them better than anybody else does after the interview process and all of the other stuff that you could recommend this person would be excellent because it's a lot easier to say yes when asked than it is to ask to be a part of something, especially as your first step. And and that's that's kind of where I was coming from too, Brian. So we're on the same page. <clears throat> we know, have think, done that as well. If yeah. you were to speak to our past presidents and even Deb, uh, she we communicate after the convention and we talk about who may be able mm-hmm. to lead in some way. Especially when you're aware of where there is a need, you can uh, really talk to the president, and that's a, there's an open door there for that. Yeah, I think Excellent. that's that's an important part of the the passing on of things. It's so easy when you're super involved that the convention becomes the center of everything it's the timeline that we all work against but it's also um really easy to uh take it a little easy following the convention and this is one way we can keep these people from going the wow of the convention to this silence that doesn't always happen but happens too often Uh, i would like to say one other thing about leadership development i'm chair of the acb nominating committee so we're responsible for holding a meeting once a year prior to the convention to uh, accept nominations for national positions and then to recommend to the convention as a whole who we think as a committee should be elected to each of these positions over the course of the past few years, we have become dangerously close to not having enough candidates for positions. Too many of our elections are uncontested. Uh, and that is not healthy for an organization. Um, so I'm hoping that one of the things that having this cadre of, of educated in terms of leadership people is who put their hat in the ring, even if they think they're not going to win. People lose all the time and come back to win in a future election. But the experience of running for office is in and of itself a leadership experience. You have to learn how to run for office and learn how to lose gracefully and come back at it again later. Right. It, it's not nearly oh. as hard to run now as it used to be. <laughs> oh. Yes. This yes, is Amanda. Uh, this is Amanda. This is pertaining to the subject of leadership. Um, just as a segue into something you might want to do in the future, but I think would be very beneficial to me and others that are curious as we are electing directors this year. Um, I would, I would, I would like to know what, you know, because I am friends with with board members on the ACB board, 
but I think that it should come out publicly what directors do on the ACB board. You know, what what are their responsibilities? Because I think it's important for us as members to know what those responsibilities are so that we can best assess if we are, you know, to Brian's point, wanting to put our hat in the ring. Like, do we want to take on the responsibility or do we want to, you know, is it too much for us? Because I've seen it on both ends of the spectrum. I've seen people um, that, you know, take it on and they don't know what they're getting themselves into. And then I see people go, oh, I don't exactly know what, what to do. So I thought, I think that's a really good idea. I don't know if you say topics would be the platform for that. But I do, I do think we need to have that conversation in ACB. It, it certainly could be. I, you know, I don't know how many board members would come, but it, we, we, we can certainly try it. I'm, I'm game, and I suspect the rest of our production team would be game. I think it'd be kind of fun. It's a good idea, Miss Amanda. Um, Miss Marianne, let's see what people would like to talk about. Okay. We have Linda Yaks. Miss Linda from Arkansas now. Talk right, right. Um, I have a couple. One, I like the idea of recommending to the president a committee, someone for committees that you think would be really uh, qualified to serve on that committee. I that was actually the question I was going to ask. Was that question because you do to get to know these people, you follow them around, you stay with them, you contact them afterwards. I think this committee is absolutely phenomenal. The other question I have, real quick, is a logistics one. When do you? When does this, the the um, room paid for start? Like, is it Thursday night before the convention or Wednesday night? How, when does that happen? So, I'll I'll answer the that question for you, Linda. So, the recipients of the award, we make this very clear, and um, I apologize for not making it clear sooner. We expect the recipients of the of either award to be present at the board meeting on Friday morning. So yes, we, we cover Thursday night through, is it the following, is it the following, following Friday? Thursday night. Following well, yeah, Thursday, check out you. on Friday. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. I wanted to make sure because I- So I the Thursday like, night to the Thursday night, Miss Linda. I always like Eight. to come in a couple of days early myself. I'm not applying because I'm too old, but- Anyway, I just I know that I know someone never too old. To never too old. Her, so. Well, I can't. Try. Well, Miss Lin Miss Linda would be a good candidate, but but I would love I I I love ACB right now with all the rubbish that's going on. I just want to say to people: ask not what ACB does for you; ask what you can do for ACB. There you I go. think that's a very well well put Amen. statement, Miss Linda. Thank and you. thanks this, for your this, call. Thank you. Yeah. This issue about age, Paul, uh, yes, yes, I absolutely believe any organization needs to have fresh blood in the organization on an ongoing basis. Uh, one of the things I'm proud of ACB's uh, constitution is term limits because it does require that people move on. Now, they might move up and still be on the board, but they just can't sit in the same position uh, for their entire adult lives. Uh, 
The other thing is that we have to remember the demographics of blind people. The demographics is the the single largest cadre of blind people are over 65, and rapidly that's becoming over 75. If we're going to have a representative board of directors, representative committees, we can't put age as a disqualifier, but we should put age as uh, something we need to work on to increase the uh, pool of individuals who can represent the younger yeah. activities, etc. I'm going to run for the board when I'm 100. <laughs> <laughs> I'll vote for you, Paul. <laughs> I'd vote so to put him on we, a committee. <laughs> we, have a, we, Ray, we have Ray Campbell. Mr. Campbell. Am I, am I unmuted? Yes, I am. You, you, you are. are. We can hear you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, great program um, and great people. And um, I, uh, you know, I have the pleasure of working with uh, with Donna on the uh, leadership training committee and uh, um, all that. Uh, and Amanda, if you're wondering about director responsibilities, um, we haven't put our program totally together for the April and May training. So uh, that's certainly something that we can include as uh part of that <clears throat> just a couple of thoughts that i had um one is um you asked paul if we have problems with leadership and um i think um i i think i well I, I agree that we need to include people of all ages in the in, in seeking out our leaders um because as Zelda said, um, especially the, those retired people, those are the ones that can pick up the phone and call legislators and senators and stuff on our advocacy issues. Um, and, and that too, although the rest of us should too. Uh, the other thing I think we need to continue to work at is diversity in leadership. We need to make sure that our leadership looks like our organization uh, we're making some good strides in that area, but I think we still have uh, have work to do there. Um, the other point that I wanted to uh, bring forward is what you do here at ACB certainly can help you in other opportunities that you might have. I'll give you a perfect example. The training that I've received through the community to do hosting and working with Zoom has served me very well in. Um, outside of uh, ACB uh, activities. I uh, worked with a, a group uh, during COVID that where we couldn't meet and they needed a way to do it on Zoom. And I was able to step up and say, I will handle that for you. And so that was really, uh, that's, it, it's really powerful, the kinds of things that, uh, that, that we can learn. And uh, uh, that the, I'll leave you with this, Marianne, that question that you suggest we ask the fellows in September. I have written it down. It's going to be on our list. So uh, uh, just uh, watch for that. And um, I just want to thank you for this, uh, this great program. Um, um, I have, uh, as uh, president, one of my affiliates uh, that I'm president of, I actually have someone that has reached out to me and asked me to uh, submit a letter on their behalf. So uh, I'll be uh, working on that um, for the, uh, for the JP Morgan fellows. So uh, thank you again. Thanks to all of you for the great work you do helping bring uh, new talent to ACB. I agree with, um, I think it was Kenneth said, 
we we have done really well. It's it's really it's so fun to watch DKM first timers and JP Morgan fellows move up uh, in the organization and take on different roles. And I'm, what I'm really what I'm really wanting to watch and see now is people that come through our mentoring program. How they you know, how many of the explorers of the past become guides and eventually those folks become leaders in our organization. So uh, thanks for the opportunity. We'll we'll get there, Mr. Ray. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Yep. Ms. Marianne. Sophia. Sophia from the UK, perhaps. That is correct. Hello. Uh, Hi. large of the georgia council of the blind and i just wanted to say a huge thank you to everyone for what you do because it really is outstanding here in the uk we don't have anything like this at all and the opportunities that you provide for all people including the younger ones is really great i don't have a question but i just wanted to take this opportunity to acknowledge and show my appreciation for all that you do and i really enjoy being a member at large so thank you thank you well and 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 Sophia does does a lot more than that. She's been she's actually been active in in a state affiliate in Georgia. So I'm I'm very impressed with what Miss Sophia has been has been doing all the way from the UK, and oh, she also you. has been responsible for um, maintaining some really cool websites um, that blind folks can use that she's specially put together for blind people. So you go, Miss Sophia. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We have Tyann. Yep. Hello, I uh, live in Oregon and I happen to be one of the explorers for the uh, Inspire program this year. And I am grateful and I hope to, it would be nice if uh, I could uh, have somebody come and ask if I wanted to be on a committee because it's kind of scary trying to figure out, okay, where do I belong mm-hmm. um, so how, but, how has it been be, being an explorer <laughs> um i really enjoy it i've uh, read people of vision and uh you guys are mentioned in there which is kind of cool <laughs> <laughs> um and some i've read some other books which have helped me and i am my current chapter president and second vice president of uh, my state that is so, so excellent which, and, which and Oregon chapter so are you a member of um i am president a, a president of metro pdx it uh is a pretty new chapter it was formed in 2010 and that was a combination of the, the tri-county area of portland yes very good very good I'm originally from Oregon. This is Brian. And I'm originally from Oregon. And I got my uh, first taste of ACB as a member of the Oregon Council of the Blind and served at one point as its treasurer. God help us all. (laughs) I'm I'm impressed, Brian. Yeah, well, that's what got me in trouble when I ran for treasurer of ACB. (laughs) They thought I actually had creds at the time but again learning at the chapter level learning at the state level learning at the special interest level and then applying all the things you can learn in those spaces onto the national level that's the whole process of developing 
leadership experience, and to some degree, a bit of, um, how do I put it, confidence, you know? This, uh, this young lady from Oregon. For nothing. This young lady from Oregon would probably be a good candidate for either the first timer or the or the Chase Fellows. So Absolutely. talk to your talk to your president, see if she won't write you a letter. Well, I can't <laughs> apply for the first timers because I went to a convention last year as the state delegate. Ah, but you can but, but you but you can, you can apply for the JP Morgan Chase Fellows. So you ought to do it. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Yep. Keep the Next, ball Ms. Marianne. Oh, yes. They're lining up around the block, Paul. Ta-da. We have Natalie Couch. Miss Natalie, an Good explorer evening. by heaven. Yes. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Um, I don't really have a question. I just wanted to um I was blessed with the opportunity to be both a JP Morgan winner mm-hmm. and a um and a um explorer. And, um, you know, my guide was just okay. No, I'm just kidding, Paul. Yeah, I get um, that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but um, since the since the committees are together, I just wanted to say um, thank you for giving me both of those opportunities to allow me to be a part of this because it, it gave me confidence and knowledge to get where I am today. So um, thanks, Ta-da. everyone. Thank you, <laughs> and, of course... And of course, Natalie is now working for ACB, which is exciting. Yeah, and it's just, it's yeah. awesome to see the the um, things that have come out of you know, like J.P. Morgan. When you look back at past winners, I mean, one of them mm-hmm. is now the president of ACB, and it's just amazing to you know to see what comes out of it. So we do and have yeah. success Natalie stories. Also, but, Natalie also served on the DKM committee yes. before becoming employed. Yes, and I miss it. <laughs> Uh, that was you too. That was one of my favorite committees, and it was fun to you know to to get to go through that process. So I miss you guys. But um, and, and, and I think and I think Amanda was a fellow too, weren't you, Amanda? Yes, I was a fellow in 20, 2019 in Rochester, yeah. New York. And I was and too, same time. And and uh, Donna yeah. Browning and I were in the same class that year. And and. and and they've stayed pretty involved, you guys. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah you know, I, I did nothing afterwards. No, just kidding. Miss <laughs> 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 okay, Natalie, guys. thank you so much for your call. Yeah, have a- yeah. we have Sheila. Miss Hi, Sheila. how is Hi. everybody tonight? We are well. Good. Um, I good. heard that Freudian slip, Paul. <laughs> you, you did. <laughs> yes, yeah, I heard it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I just wanted to say that I was part of the very first J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow class in 2016 with Deb Cook-Lewis and Sandy Troiano, and I can't remember all of their names. I'm sure Kenneth does, but um, anyway, it you know, in, in 2016, who would have thought I would have become the FCB president in 2018? Not me. But um, it's a great committee. It's a great opportunity. And y'all might want to think about making a, having a list of the committees for ACB during the interviews and just say, well, you know, here are the committees. Is there one that you really think you might want to be on? And then yeah. add that as one of your little interview questions. Just just a thought. But great anyway, yep. so 
This has been wonderful, guys. You've done a great job. I think so, too. Um, and I think you're coming to um, to D.C., Miss Sheila. I'll be there Friday at my land about one o'clock. Nice. So, All yep. right, dear. Have a safe trip. See you there. Uh-huh. Thank you. Cheryl Cummings. Yep. Hi, can you guys hear me? We can. We can. Sure can. Yeah, so, Welcome. Um, hi, I, I'm supposed to be on the panelist side, but I couldn't, I, I got home late. I couldn't find the email. Um, we but I, I've we can I've, move you if you like, dear one. Well, that that would be lovely. Okay. Yes. Uh, but I've had a, lo- a chance to hear, and um, not all of it, but um, you know, you have to and accept I, it. Suspense. Dum 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 dum. Waiting for her to fly away to the panel. That's right. She has done it. There she is. There she is. She has landed. I'm impressed. Go ahead, Miss Cheryl. <clears throat> well, um, can you can you hear me? Yeah, yeah we sure can. can. Okay. Yeah. So I I wanted to say that I had the opportunity to be a J.P. Morgan fellow. And um, it was an amazing experience. Um, and I think anybody who is interested should absolutely do it um, because it does give you, uh, I mean, it's a convention, but it, it, may, I, it just made me feel like more connected to ACB. And I definitely left feeling, and not just feeling, but being more knowledgeable about sort of different parts of the organization and how they function and stuff like that. Um, and then I'm sure my my co-team uh, members um, really talked about our Inspire program. And now we're coming also- to that. Okay. We're, All right. We're coming to that. But okay. but we should probably talk about the fact that at least, at least one Morgan Chase fellow has not only gotten on an ACB committee, but she chairs one. And that's Miss Cheryl. Oh, so true. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> see, see what happens she, when you she have forgot fun? about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see what happens when you speak up. <laughs> I know. I know. And and it's such and it's such a peaceful, quiet little committee too. Oh yes, we don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Cheryl, I'm I'm con- interested in finding out how you think all of this process can help with ACB's diversity problem. Um, well, part of, I, I think part of the, uh, it's not a challenge, but part of the work we need to do, and I think maybe Ray said this before, is that we really need to reach out to people who um, are, you know, d- from different racial, ethnic, uh, sexual orientation backgrounds and encourage folks to to, to take advantage of um, these leadership opportunities. Um, and, and I suppose the thing is, you know, the application goes out and then people sign up. Um, but I think they're, they're members of those different groups who may not necessarily, um, think that they're ready for leadership. And so I, I suppose my, I, I would challenge 
people who are currently in leadership to reach out and encourage people to apply. I mean, you can't make somebody, but I think, you know, if if like like if I got a call from from you, Brian, saying, Cheryl, there's this there's this JP Morgan fellow program. I think you should apply. I mean, I'd pay attention. So yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. I agree it's, with you I entirely. Think... It's it's a matter of not just waiting for the for things to come uh, in a passive way, but getting people actively engaged in encouraging people to apply. And I mean, not encouraging people, capital P, but people, lowercase p, actual individuals to apply. Yeah, and, and, and I think it's important to, to say that the program that we're going to talk about in a few minutes, um, the mentoring program, actually came out of a, a resolution that was put forward by uh, MCAC, which is the Multicultural Affairs Committee, and whose primary intent was to create more diversity within leadership. Now, whether it's whether that's worked, that's a, that's another question, and and perhaps we'll end up asking Kenneth that question before we're done, but. But that was certainly the intent, and and I know that, um, and 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 I know that this group, the the group that that um, that our guests represent, or the groups that our guests represent, have really done a tremendous job of recognizing their obligation to do to do diverse outreach, and 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 I'm excited for that. And and Cheryl is a part of that group. She's not just. A committee chair, but she's she's she works directly with that group. So, um, I'm we we are impressed, Miss Cheryl. So, whatever. There we go, Miss Marianne. Yeah, we have um, area code seven seven zero. This is Janet Paul. Yeah, <laughs> but hey there. I'm sorry if I'm asking something or that's already been answered because I was having some phone issues tonight, but. My question was listening to what Kenneth was saying about some difficulties with people staying on. Do they do any one-on-one -on -one verbal interviews with any of the candidates ahead of time? Do they have discussions with them to hear which one might be more committed than another? Yes. As chair, I do personally, and our committee, uh, they, they receive all the information. They are able to communicate, and we do have a few committee members that just take take the lead and talk to every uh, applicant, and we get to know them. And so, yeah, we can, uh, we get to know them. Some things we know, uh, but you find sometimes you find out uh, after the selection has been made, other things that you just didn't identify, uh, but for the most part, we have gotten to know people and uh, some people come highly recommended too from their affiliate president and uh, some of the powerful letters we have received uh, have been very accurate as to uh, looking at what the person has actually done and planned to do. And uh, yeah, so we've continued to see and, some and, people grow. And, and some, and some have not been so accurate. Right. <laughs> And that's one thing we, we do need is our affiliate presidents. And we have a affiliate and a affiliate presidents reference guide that says some of these right. things in there. I hope that they would look at, look at their members, get to know their members and know who to recommend and not wait for the member to come to them, 
but that's in writing in their reference guide. Encourage them to all through the year, you can kind of know who's doing what and whether they would uh, meet the criteria for one of our awards and try uh-huh. to uh, urge them to apply. I, I like Zelda's, Zelda's comment ahead, about Jen. being inter- intergenerational. That was really an excellent comment because you have to do that to get young ones in there. So how many applicants do you generally get a year, Kenneth? Well, uh, sometimes uh, our, our numbers just uh, just never are, are just the same. So a few years back, uh, there was one year we had 49 applications, you know, and sometimes uh-huh. those awards, they were applying for both awards. So but one thing about it, yeah. we have the letters of recommendation. That those are that turn into like uh, uh, double the amount of um, letters that we have to read and listen to even interviews yeah but the numbers have been as high as 49 from what i since i've been uh, a chair of the committee and uh other than other than that normally we're in the 20s somewhere you know uh with Mm -hmm. applicants very good miss marianne yep kyla kyla ellen hi kayla hi kayla um No worries. It happens constantly. (laughs) No worries. (laughs) No worries at all. Um, I'll pronounce your name wrong someday on accident, so we'll be even. (laughs) Um, So I just wanted to pop in real quick, um, and I'm glad I got in because I have to leave in a second. Um, But I am a DKM first-timer from um, 2021. And um, I'm also in the um, Inspire program right now. And both have been very just great experiences. So um, I'm happy. We're glad to hear from you this evening. You're an explorer, Miss Kayla? Yes. Nice, nice, nice. Excellent. And I, um, I am so grateful that I get to be part of this program because um, I've learned a lot from my um, my mentor and not just leadership stuff here, um, but when I was overwhelmed with applying for school, uh, she sat down with me and we came up with a plan and it was really, really helpful. Excellent. That yeah. is so cool. Thank you, Ms. Kayla. Thank you. Hope you all have a beautiful evening. Thank you, Miss Marianne. We have Karen Campbell. I just wanted to comment. I am one of the guides for this year's cohort for the Inspire program. And if you think the explorer, it's just the explorers that learn something, no. We as guides to uh, learn learn things and get and get something out. It, it, out of it it's it's great i'm glad to be a part of it and um i i hope that uh we can get more people to be part of this program because i really think it will help develop uh leaders of the future yep cool thank you miss karen and and i think marianne and i would agree and we were both um we we were both guides last year and I think we would we would both agree that we we learned a lot. Absolutely, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. it was a great experience. Yeah, no question. Uh, but but we really better talk to folks because folks don't know what the Inspire program is. So who is going to tell us about that, Mr. Kennett? 
Okay, I'll begin. And one thing uh, I wouldn't mind if uh, Cheryl or someone else would start, but I'll go. I'll go and start. I have some statistics I want to share <laughs> at one at one point uh, about our Inspire program and the Maps program that started uh, the year before. But uh, really, uh, because uh, Paul mentioned it earlier, our Inspire mentoring program and our Maps program that started off uh, came through uh, the resolution twenty twenty dash eleven that really. Uh, directed ACB to help to get more people into leadership, including uh, people of minority status, uh, because that's those numbers are low. Uh, and that's what we have tried our best to to focus on everybody, anybody we can to get involved in some way to even know about the program. And uh, it'll take all of us to make sure that we uh, do that, uh, just letting people even know about the committees that are in place. Um, so, but we really wanted to, we came together in a way to, from uh, different committees. Uh, D, I'm from DKM, Donna Brown from Borough Collie, and Cheryl from the uh, MCAC, Multicultural Affairs Committee. And we had the same idea and goals. Uh, so we started working together and we uh, uh, wanted to include the membership committee. So Artis Basin uh, recommended that uh, Donna Browning would join us uh, to represent that committee. So we've uh, done a lot. Uh, the main thing that we have wanted to do just mainly, I think our first year, even uh, President uh, Dan Spoon said before, our, our goal, our, our objective was kind of broad. We've now fine-tuned it as we moved into the Inspire Mentoring Program. <laughs> And um, it, the first program was MAPS, and it was called because people use acronyms, but it was Mentorship, Access, and Peer Support Program. And so when people joined in to be mentored, uh, they also knew that they were going to be able to access information that they may not have had access to, uh, educational material, and 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 help uh, uh, going along with even peer support from uh, not only their guide, uh, but even members of our uh, Inspire Mentoring uh, Program team and MAPS team. So, uh, yeah, it's all about inspiring people to, to see that they there's something within them that ACB can benefit <laughs> from and, uh, and helping them to identify where they fit. And uh, and the guides play a good part, a good role in that. And uh, that's where I'll stop and I'll ask Cheryl to chime in and Donna Brown uh, first since we started off together. So this is Donna Brown. I, I just thought I'd go through and, and tell what inspire the, the words we used um, to sort of. Uh, describe the program or whatever or and <clears throat> and what we hope people will get out of the program so the word inspire uh, we took each letter and came up with a, a word for that um, so uh, the first I is imagine um, nurture support prepare influence reflect and evolve and so we we really felt those words really you put them together and 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 that's what hopefully you know a, a, an explorer especially is is inspired to do you know and 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 then and the 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 guide as well you know there's that nurture part of it support um you know support it goes both ways in in the relationship uh, and certainly we're preparing people for leadership possibilities in the future. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm not going to go through each word, but that's what the, the acronym INSPIRE, those are the words we chose. And, Excellent. And, Ms. Cheryl? Yeah, no, I was going to say, and we structured it so that 
there's some sort of broad guidelines, but we really thought the sort of that the 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 important thing was the connection that the explorer, that's the mentee, makes with the guide, that's the mentor. Um, and and the the mentees are asked to have um, goals that they want to uh, achieve. Um, and it could be something that's achieved during the program, or it could be, you know, that they, they're sort of taking the steps needed to achieve it after they leave the program. Um, and we identified uh, a leadership sort of development book that is unbarred. Um, and um, again, we recommend that the um, pairs use the book. Um, and I know some people have, and some people have sort of used our book, and then they've also included some of their own um, books and, and readings to supplement that. Um, so, I mean, we tried to create something that, you know, sort of responds to the mandate of the resolution, and at the same time has the flexibility to sort of respond to the unique um, like needs of the individual explorers. Excellent. Mr. Kenneth, let's hear your statistics. Okay, uh, looking at uh, from you get, I'm going to talk about the Inspire program, then I'm going to mention some things about MAPS. And when you hear MAPS, it's mentorship, access, and peer support. Okay, we uh, each time, each year, we've actually sought out uh, 12 guides and 12, 12 explorers to team and work together. Uh, so the first year we had uh, more applicants on both sides. But right now, I'll just say this, uh, for guide applicants for this year, for the Inspire program, we only had 12 applicants. With the MAPS program, the year before, there were 30 applicants of, of people that wanted to serve as a, a guide or mentor. So, and, and as I go further, you'll see what happened this year, and we can tell what we have to do from looking at these numbers. The Explore applicants, the first year was 23, and this year, it grew to 27. So one, the explorer numbers grew and the guides uh, diminished or declined in some way. So we, we definitely need more people who are interested in uh, helping people to mentor, be mentored, to lead in the future, or just join in in any way they possibly can in the work of ACB uh, to really step up. But I do know some people that wanted to participate as a guide. You, most people are uh, in leadership are very busy and from on different levels of the organization. So sometimes they they have to have devote the time to it because we have a schedule of events. That's one we have a timeline that we put out at the beginning so everybody could know what they're agreeing to when they apply, and uh, and so we as a team can even know what's coming up throughout the whole year. Uh, so in our program uh, begins normally September mid September and it will conclude in in uh, the uh, mid part of uh, June the next year. So it's a nine month program. Um, so uh, one more thing I want to say about, okay, we had uh, this year, we had a total of 35 applicants on both sides. And then uh, the year before there were 57 uh, for map for the maps program, 57 applicants. Now, so this year we because we didn't have enough guides. Uh, we, uh, 
had to kind of reduce the number. We couldn't choose 12 on, on both sides like we wanted to. So we went down to eight guides and eight explorers. And that worked well for a while until just recently we had two of our explorers uh, uh, experience some personal issues where they had to withdraw from the program. So now we're down to six guides and six explorers. We recently had our office hours on a, like last Saturday or Saturday before where they come in and talk to us about things that they uh, have experienced and uh, questions they may have. And and we share some, some things with them uh, through conversation. Uh, uh, but that, that's something that's open for them to choose whether they going to participate in and, and uh, okay okay do you want to have yes donna browning do you do you want to share something i don't know if you recall some of the things that people shared with us um yeah like we've had people tell us how they uh have become um presidents of their um chapters we've had people who have had opportunities uh that helped them get uh, a job and we've had people who um who have um learned more leadership skills that they were able to put together in their communities um and you know some people said they've even gotten the confidence just to you know participate more um locally um and we've had somebody who started a um group um of, for support in her area there, there's been a whole lot of success well one thing i wanted to say um this year which was really neat the explorers um have started meeting uh once a month just in amongst themselves just the explorers and one of the explorers kind of has taken the lead on that so that's kind that's of a, a neat really thing. interesting idea actually mm -hmm. that's, that's it, it was their cool. idea we we <clears throat> you know we didn't we didn't initiate that they did so yeah, that, just just wait for the revolution yeah. <laughs> oh it is it is fantastic right because it, yeah because they're getting a chance to get to know each other um and in what you can anticipate is that there's this whole like cohort of leaders who will know each other and who will over you know support each other and you know be able to like recommend each other for roles and things like that so i i'm i'm pretty i mean you know i think that's the potential and so yep. we're pretty excited that they're doing this i i'm pretty jazzed about that too Okay, DKM or or whatever the larger group is known as, um, we've still got quite a few hands, and I'm inclined to to open it up again. So before I do, since we only have about twelve and a half minutes left, my question is: Is there something we haven't covered that you guys want to talk about? Is this the the team, the mentoring people? No, everybody. The whole group. Okay. So, um, Kenneth, could you, uh, I mean, what I suppose for the INSPIRE program, we really want to encourage people to um, apply. The deadline is usually um, the end of the convention to like the end of, uh, like once convention ends, the application tends to open up. 
And then the deadline, I think, is like the end of August. August, yeah. Right? Correct. That's correct. Yeah. 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 Um, and could somebody talk about the criteria? Uh, I think for explorers, it seems to have been part of. Um, if we go there, we uh, there won't be any uh, time for any That's other right, questions any from questions the audience. Or, yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. I'll stop yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. We. How about if we give out so an email address if, if somebody has questions? That's a good idea. Yeah. So the e email address for the mentoring program is acb.mentoring at gmail.com. Again, it's all lowercase, acb.mentoring at gmail.com. And these guys check their emails pretty often. I know when I wrote them last year, I got responses usually within a couple of hours. So pretty impressive. Miss Marianne. We have Jamaica. Jamaica, Miss Miller. Hello, everybody. This is Jamaica. And my question is about the uh, mentoring program. I think I would like to try to apply for that. But there's a question that I have about it. Does that does that make it where if if I need if I need some 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 guide some guidance around the place? Does that mean I that that mean I can't I cannot bring my guide along to to safely make sure I get around safely. No, when, when it, it, it wouldn't mean that if you were applying for convention stuff. But if you if you if you were applying for the mentoring program, Miss Jamaica, um, that's all done virtually. So you could do it all from your house, and and you're not going to have to go anywhere. Okay. Well, like if like if. Because I think part of it is you have to be able to go to the D.C. Liter leadership conference and be at the conference as well. From what I'm from not what for I'm, not no. for the mentoring program. No, yeah, no, none mentoring. of the programs require none of our programs require you to go to D.C. leadership. We encourage it, but we don't require it. OK, OK, well, th thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for the um for the for for answering my question thank you you're welcome miss jamaica miss marianne danette dixon miss dixon hello so i Hi had there. been a jp morgan um fellowship in 2022 and for those thinking that maybe i'll apply or maybe i won't apply you know sometimes this takes persistence i mean i applied since 2016 from the beginning for the JP Morgan and I, and I got it <clears throat> in 2022. So for six years, this took a lot of persistence and pursuing, pursuing it. And as far as I'm also an explorer and I tell you, my guide has stretched me in ways that I never thought I would be stretched Ever. I mean, in advocacy, legislative resolutions, and also leadership, all of them. And it's, yeah, it's, I've learned a lot. The book has helped me heal in areas where I was hurt. And it, it, it is an amazing program. And I just wanted to encourage people to apply. And if they don't get it the first time, apply again. So yeah so Danette, we may put together a program if if kenneth wants to do it 
in August on Tuesday topics where where we'll invite some explorers to come and and talk to us about their experiences and mm-hmm. and maybe encourage folks to become guides and explorers because mm-hmm. um, I think the program would be really valuable. So yeah. we're going to count on you turning up in August if we do it. Oh, not a problem. Also, another question, my question would be, I chair our first-timer committee, and we have started a um, Google form. Am I able to like look at the J.P. Morgan Chase google form and like fill it out except for not submitted and maybe see some of the questions that maybe we might want to use for our state form am i able to do that or not you can uh, uh if you go to uh, acb.org forward slash dkm you'll see the link to the uh, application okay. and mm-hmm. uh yeah okay perfect i'll do it cool thank you mr net and thank your you. last hand is diane Scatsy. <laughs> Yeah, Miss Diane. Yes, hello everybody. Um, I was about an hour late, so I hope I'm not asking something <clears throat> that has already been discussed. Um, probably the program that I would be more likely to gravitate to if I were going to apply for anything would be the um, J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Program, and it seems like in um, in hearing people's presentations at the convention and reading their bi- biographies that um, there is maybe quite a lot of importance placed on uh, people doing things outside of ACB. And I'm wondering, I guess, how much weight would be put on that sort of thing in determining uh, who qualifies as a member. Well, there's a scoring process, and so I don't think any any one of those uh, outweigh another when you're looking at the process that we go through with the interview process um, and and all the different components of the process. I don't I don't think anybody would say anybody on our committee would say that something is leaning toward a one side. Uh, it's it can be very balanced because of all the things that we do to really consider you as a person and what you're you've shared with us about your abilities. Would you say, would you say, Kenneth, that that if a person's primary effort um, is occurring within within their local and and state affiliate, that that they could very well have done enough to qualify, though? Yes, they could have. Yeah. Yes, yeah. We, we also so, Paul look at look at what they're doing in their local community, also, um, right? Because we all know that that that's a good way to to show our capabilities is to to be a part of um local organizations in our communities mm-hmm. and that all is leadership too it sure is and it shows it shows that person's demonstrated potential you know that they uh, have so we we look at that but i guess what i would say to you diane is is because you're going to start out with a letter from your state president um, who's going to talk about what you've accomplished. She's probably going to know you pretty well and and is going to be able to paint a pretty good picture. And then in your letter, you can focus on the things that she may not cover. 
Would you guys agree with that? Is that about right, Mr. Kenneth? That would be good, yes. Yeah. Does that help, Miss Diane? I'm sorry, I, I have to give her permission to talk again. That's fine. So anybody else? Nope. Okay. So Kenneth, as the person who's kind of in, in charge of this exercise, you got two minutes to wrap up and tell folks the final things you want them to know, the most important things you'd like them to take away from this evening. Well, my first thing is uh, I ask uh, everyone to, that even will consider to apply for any award or our mentoring program to consult with uh, like your affiliate president or someone in leadership in your affiliate or chapter, uh, even on a national level that you communicate with to kind of ask them questions about their experience. And uh, mm. that's one thing uh, that I, I'd love to share with people. I uh, developed the 15 ways to maximize your ACB membership. And the first mm. thing that's on number one is being inquisitive ask questions mm -hmm. and that shows a whole lot when you ask questions once you get start getting answers it helps you to want to know more and also begin to consider doing more so uh that's just so important for us to connect with other people and see what they're doing and uh, kind of inquire about what, what what uh makes you want to do that what what uh, you seem to be in, uh, motivated and i, I want to be motivated ask questions that would be the thing i would want to leave with everyone Mm -hmm. and encourage now, everybody there, to apply is there a list of 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 dkm and chase fellows and a list of of mentors and mentees um that that are on the dkm page no they're not on the dkm page we haven't published that list from way back from 1996 up to now for dkm first timers uh we that's something we can do um uh, and as far as mentoring, though, uh, we would do that if, if we're going to go there. It won't be on our DCAM page. It's a different program. So we'd have to think about that, uh, getting our own uh, designated page on our ACB website for mentoring. And uh, and after the program, like in June, that's when we revealed the guide explorer teams. Before that, uh, we don't announce who's working together. Right. We can. Yeah. So we'll do we could do that after the fact, which will be in the, uh, when the program ends in each June. Very good. Anybody else have, have something they'd like to add in one minute? Cool. This Donna, this Donna, real quick, just stay yes. tuned for all the Burl Collie leadership announcements, uh, training announcements. And if you can't attend, uh, there's probably people from your affiliate who you could encourage to attend. And, and even if a person is not planning to be a leader on the national level, you can always gain some skills from every presentation so second thursday of every month nine o'clock p.m eastern that is excellent so i'd like to thank our 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 huge panel of guests this evening um i think we've learned a lot and and i think we've we've also been able to highlight something that should make of us proud of acb we've demonstrated that we're looking at our need to change and to develop more leadership potential. And we've focused some on some of the positive things we're doing in order to encourage diversification. I think we sometimes get so caught up in looking at all the things that we're perceived not to be doing well, that we lose sight of the things that we are doing well. No Tuesday topics next week. See you two weeks from now. Good night.